Now, actress, author and producer Roma Downey, she was born in Derry in Northern Ireland, perhaps better known to audiences in Ireland when she played Monica in the US television series in the 90s that was touched by an angel. Her current claim to fame, however, has broken world records in audience numbers. The Bible, seen on Irish screens on TV3 in recent weeks, it's reached over 100 million people, making it the biggest television series in history. A movie version of the series Son of God has been released next month. And not only was she the executive producer, she also played Mother Marion in the series. And she joins me now from California. Thanks for joining us, Roma. Firstly, big congratulations on the success of the Bible. Back in 2011, when you were planning it, were you were you conscious that it was going to be the success it was? Were you aware that there was a big risk here? Or did you know that it was such a compelling story, great production values, that it, that it would just fly? Well, I think a bit of both, uh, Nora. I don't think you can step out boldly without risk. And I think anybody that's sitting back expecting to have assurances and have everything lined up would never get anything done, would you? There's a there's a certain amount of courage required. But I think we always had hoped that um, that the stories we know the stories are are big and compelling and and uh, moving and exciting and inspirational. So we knew if we could emotionally connect with an audience and get that right, that there would be an that there would be a viewing audience for it. But I don't know that we could have dared to dream as big as you know what has occurred. One hundred million people showed up in the United States to watch the series when it went out here earlier this year, and we believe as it has rippled around the globe that as many as two hundred million people might have seen the series so far, which is fantastic. At what point, I suppose, did you know you were onto something enormous? I suppose thinking about transferring it to the silver screen with the Son of God coming out in February, how did you know it was going to be such a huge success? We had such outreach here, uh, working in a grassroots level in the United States across denominations, which I found very encouraging. Um, particularly because I grew up in Northern Ireland in a very segregated community. Um, I had a heart and the intention with this series to, to you know, bring people together. That uh, And so it was very heartening that when the series uh, was launched in the United States that we had endorsements from across all uh, the, the faiths, from Catholic cardinals to Protestant uh, bishops, and uh, uh, evangelical leaders and so on, um, all in that sort of united place and in uh, appreciation for the stories being told and seeing it as a great resource uh, for for church and for education. But, um, you know, it, it still had to be stories well told. I think that you can come at something with good intention, but if you don't bring good production value, people won't stay or if they even if they show up they won't stay and so for us it was as each week unfolded and the number continued to be in the many millions that we were deeply encouraged and knew that we you know that it had touched a core you know um the bible trended each night in the US on twitter um uh, which was extraordinary and we had all kinds of huge stars watching and live tweeting like Oprah was on there live tweeting and um, uh, uh, you know the, my uh, a variety of people so the support was phenomenal 
and uh, and it all added up to you know many more people being touched by the story, which is a blessing. Roma, what was it like growing up in Derry? You grew up in in working class Derry, didn't you? I did. I grew up in a little row house on a hill. And um, as I mentioned, my mom had passed, so that created some, you know, loneliness in, in the house as a, as a child. Um, I grew up in a, in a pretty, uh, you know, troubled area. But, you know, I think it was just, a, it was normal for us. And it really wasn't until I, le- until I left for college, fully appreciated that, that most people don't live with that sort of level of tension. We were a city occupied, and there was, you know, constant riots and, you know, explosions and so on. I worked on a Saturday on a, in a shoe shop in the city center. And uh, and on a Saturday afternoon, we were all told to get out. We had, you know, 10 minutes to get out. And we were all standing wrapped up in our coats, freezing in the car park when the shop blew up. And it was raining shoes everywhere, you know. So, it, you know, there were very real fears, real threats. But within that, there was, you know, there was always great humor, you know, amazing that with the character of the people of the city, there's such courage and and um, I think humor was a way to sustain us. Do you remember Bloody Sunday? I do. Oh, yes, I remember it well and the, and the, and the horror of that and the, and the darkness that overcame our, our city and our community. We were a very small community, Nora, so... Uh, in many ways, I don't think anybody wasn't touched personally by any number of the atrocities that happened over the years. But deeply encouraged. I was home just this summer. Derry, of course, is the city of culture this year for Europe. And many wonderful, exciting, creative things have been happening up there. And the city looks beautiful. I uh, my favorite part of my trip home this summer was walking across the Peace Bridge, a bridge that has been built to join uh, both sides of the River Foyle, the the Derry side and the Water side. And of course, symbolically, when I was a girl, there was great division in our city, and and the segregation really happened around that river. We were communities set apart. So the fact that a, that a bridge has been built. It's a walking bridge and that people are flowing back and forth and that uh, there's a oneness to the community there. It's just so brilliant, so encouraging and, uh, you know, as it should be. Let's talk about Touched by an Angel because, of course, a lot of people in Ireland will know you as Monica from that very iconic series in the 90s. And although it had a very rocky start, by the time you finished in 2003, it was top of the ratings, top of the game. But what I wanted to ask you about is that incredible relationship you built up in the series with with Della Reese. Yes, Della Reese is my mother. You know, she she uh, also had a uh, a tragedy in her life that her only daughter passed away when we were working together, and she took me in her arms and she said, "You know, baby, God is so amazing because I know He brought me into your life because you needed a mother." She said, I just didn't realize he brought you into my life because I was going to need a baby girl. Um, and she's just, she's family to me. And it's one of the lasting gifts of working on Touched by an Angel is my relationship uh, with with Della. And uh, what a blessing she has been. What was it like to work with your husband, with Mark Burnett? You got married in 2007. But this is your first big production together, isn't it? Yes, it is. We've. 
and we've managed very well. I think we we often joke that other couples can't even do yard work together, and that we have managed now for almost five years to be working side by side in the trenches, and we're still speaking to each other. Roma, you talked earlier about your lovely daughter Riley Marie. She's just seventeen, isn't she now? Yeah, she's in her final year of high school. You know, I'm hoping that I'm raising a young woman who's able to go out boldly into the world with strength and self-confidence and remembering always to be kind and gracious. And, you know, I'm encouraging her now at this point in her life to to spread her wings, you know, as she's going to be heading off to university in Boston. We're very happy she just got accepted there. And, um, and you know, her her... Life is opening up for her, and it's, uh, it's sort of bittersweet, isn't it? Anybody that's raised a, a child to that you've raised them to go off and uh, to be independent, and yet you know you want to just hold them close and not let them go. And then with my marriage to Mark, he brought two beautiful um, stepsons into my life, two boys, James and Cameron. Roma, you have you know amazing attributes yourself. I was thinking about when I'm looking at your life; it wasn't easy. Your upbringing was tough. You had a few years in your early career when, you know, you didn't have a job. Uh, you were a hat check girl. My very first job in New York was as a, a hat check girl in a fancy New York Upper West Side restaurant. So, but I came over. You know, I'm a classically trained theatre actress. You know, and so I, um, my early stages of my career, I was I was um, doing Shaw and Shakespeare and. Uh, off Broadway and Broadway shows, and uh, and then I was in uh, a Broadway show and got my television break, which was playing Jackie O, in a mini series called A Woman Named Jackie, which went on that year to win the the Emmy Award. It was a six hour mini series, and um, and was it was it the big break? At, you know, it was the it was a big break in that it 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 got I picked up my bags, you know. And I moved to Los Angeles, and the publicist, I remember calling, saying, we've got the covers of TV Guide, and we've got the cover of People magazine, and it's great, and there's going to be so much press. But, of course, the covers of those uh, came out, and who was on the cover? But Jackie. You know, so, and, of course, with hindsight, do you think, well, of course she would be on the cover. Um, I, so I became the actress who played her, you know, and I think it wasn't until Touched by an Angel um, that, uh, you know, I'm able to create then a, an invented character. Rome, I just wanted to ask you one last question. You know, when I look at your incredible career, you're a mother, a successful actress, you're a producer, you're an author. What's next for you? Oh, gosh. Well, we have, you know, our company, Lightworkers Media, has been, been very busy and we're just so grateful that one thing leads to another. So we've just... Uh, we have the film, as you know, coming out February 28th in the U.S. We have a new series that NBC Network has just purchased called AD, and we have an order for 12 episodes, so we'll be filming that next year. And AD resets um, the Bible story around the time of the crucifixion, which, of course, we would all think that was the ending, but we know it was just the beginning. And so it will track the 11 remaining disciples and how, you know, their story progressed to become the beginnings of the early church. It'll be a great, exciting drama. And then we also uh, have been uh, booked by CBS Network to bring to the screen a four-hour miniseries called The Dove Keepers, 
which is the story of Masada, uh, and this is based on an Alice Hoffman best-selling novel by the same name. And uh, I think both of these projects will be filmed at some point next year with the hopes of bringing them to the screen in 2015. My thanks to Roma, Danny. I have a feeling that 2014 is going to be just as phenomenal for you and for Mark. The best of luck with it. Thank you so much, Nora. That was Roma Downey. You can find out more about the series The Bible and the movie that's coming out in February, Son of God, on www.history.com.